Hey, it's Kirsten. Do you feel like you're spending way too much money on supplements? When I started out on my health journey, I was also shocked about how expensive high quality supplements were, especially as I was upping how many I was taking. That's why when I became a practitioner back in 2018, I started offering my clients a way to save up to 25% off many of their supplements through a company called Wellevate, which is spelled W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-E. Through Wellevate, you can order many of the supplements that you're already taking, like Pure Encapsulations, Gaia Herbs, Enzymetica, and others at discounts of up to 25% off retail. And shipping is free for orders over $49 within the United States. The only way to buy supplements through Wellevate is through a practitioner, and I will earn a small commission at no additional cost to you while you're saving money. So if you want to start saving upwards of 25% off your supplement bill, go to the resources page on my website at carefullyhealing.com forward slash resources and go to the Wellevate section. You don't have to be a client, just set up your account and start saving. I'm Kirsten Ramstrom, a certified holistic health coach, and welcome to the Quest for Healing podcast. Whether you're just starting out on your health journey or you're farther down your path, I've created this podcast to inspire and inform your health journey through first, some extraordinary healing stories from real people, second, an exploration of some intriguing healing modalities, and third, through conversations with enterprising people who are making a difference in the health of our world. Welcome to episode 21. This week is a solo episode, and I'm going to talk about what you can learn from the six biggest mistakes that I made when I started my medical medium health journey. We are all human and we make mistakes, and the gift of those mistakes is that we learn from them. And if by passing mine along, I can save you some time and some money and make your health journey even a little bit easier, then it will have all been worth it. I hope you enjoy the episode. Mistake number one, bringing the diet mindset to the medical medium protocols. I don't know about you, but I've been on a diet, I think, about half of my adult life. And I've tried many of them, some of which I know were pretty harmful to my health. But whenever my mind starts thinking diet, I start thinking losing weight. And for me, that has always meant cutting calories and depriving myself. It also meant weighing myself every day and having an unproductive conversation with myself about what that number meant every single day. So when I kicked off with medical medium, I dove right into the 28-day cleanse, and I still had this diet mindset. And so while I was very focused on cutting out foods, I hadn't really focused on what I needed to bring in. And so I found myself extremely hungry, and I didn't know what to eat for dinner, and I didn't want to eat the bad things, but I didn't know what to eat for the good things. And so this became very overwhelming. So I finally just stopped the cleanse because I needed to regroup. And so there's two lessons from this that I hope you can take away. First is get really clear on why you're doing this. So most of my dieting had been focused on losing weight. However, finding medical medium, my why had nothing to do with losing weight. It had to do with the brain fog and the fatigue I was dealing with and how much I wanted to heal those. I was really tired of not being able to think clearly, to be able to do my job well, to, I was, the most embarrassing part was forgetting words all the time. And people around me had started noticing. I couldn't remember words. I couldn't remember people's names. It was really frustrating. So the mind shift here is really important because it's a mindset shift from, I'm going to be depriving myself of calories 
to lose weight to I need to make sure I eat as many healing foods as possible. And one of the other things to consider is getting enough calories is really important. And when you're shifting to eating more fruits and vegetables and leafy greens and things like that, these are much less calorie dense than what you might have been eating before. Before I started on medical medium, I was eating a lot more animal products. So the focus here is make sure that you get enough food. You need more volume of less calorie-dense foods. So you're going to need more fruits. You're going to need more vegetables. You're going to need a bigger salad. Your salad is not going to be in a little bowl. It's going to be in a huge bowl. And the implications of not getting enough calories is that it can run your adrenals, and that adrenaline is counterproductive to your healing. So if I was going to start again, I would really just focus on day one on bringing in more healing foods and not removing anything. You don't have to remove any of the troublemaker foods like eggs and gluten or dairy on your first day. Just focus on what you want to bring in so then you know what to eat. The second focus here is thinking about this as a lifestyle, because one of the things that does is it takes the timing pressure off. Trying to do everything on day one can be really overwhelming. Making changes over time is the key here. So after you've started adding the healthier foods in, then you can start removing some of the troublemaker foods. And I would start with the easiest one. For me, the easiest one was eggs. Eggs had always bothered my stomach, so I've never eaten very many. But I did sit down and make sure that nothing else I was eating had any in it, like mayonnaise, dressings, packaged products, anything so that I could get them completely out of my diet. And once you've adjusted to this, right, you've taken something out, you need to make sure you're, you sort of settle into your routine so that you're getting enough food. So once you're comfortable, then you can start thinking about, okay, what's the next thing I'm going to take out? And maybe the next thing you're going to take out is dairy. And once you get acclimated to that, then you can move on and take out gluten. I mean, those are sort of the three big ones. So That can take, there's people that that can take a couple months, it can take longer, it doesn't matter. The goal here is this is a lifestyle and making these changes in a sustainable way where you feel comfortable with what you're eating, you're happy with what you're eating and you you do not feel deprived, that is the most important thing. So your takeaways from mistake number one, understand your why and understand that this is a lifestyle. Mistake number two, this is falling into the trap of eating what I call junky health foods. So what does this mean? Generally, I look at food in three different categories. You've got healing foods, neutral foods, and troublemaker foods. Healing foods are what medical medium calls the holy four, and that includes fruits, vegetables and leafy greens, herbs and spices, and wild foods. And for a complete list of these, medical medium breaks them out in his book, Life-Changing Foods. Neutral foods are foods that aren't healing, but they aren't troublemakers either. What falls into this category depends on what viruses and bacteria you're dealing with, but most of the time I generally think of these as gluten-free grains like quinoa and millet, which don't have a lot of healing properties, but they also aren't going to feed viruses. Personally, I also put things like nuts and seeds and oils in here, and while they may have some healing properties, the higher fat can block the uh, vitamins and nutrients from the healing foods as well. In terms of troublemaker foods, these are the ones that directly feed viruses and bacteria that we're trying to knock down. 
So for me, junky health foods are things like gluten-free cupcakes or muffins that have no troublemakers, clean potato chips with avocado oil, cassava tortilla chips, nut milks, especially in your smoothies in the morning, nut butters, dairy-free cheeses, dairy-free ice cream. It's really easy to fill up on these things, which are going to crowd out more healing foods. So what can you learn from this? By focusing more on healing foods like fruits, vegetables, leafy greens, it's just better. And as medical medium says, we only get about a thousand meals a year and they all matter. So the takeaway from mistake number two is make sure every meal counts and make sure every meal is full of healing foods. Mistake number three, wasting money on supplements. Now there's three subcategories to this one. The first one is spending a lot of money on junky supplements that are either low quality or full of preservatives. When I first started out, I had gone through the medical medium books, decided what supplements I wanted to take, and I marched myself over to the local health food store, and I just bought the brands that they had. And at best, they were likely low quality and ineffective, and at the worst, they were probably full of preservatives and things that I didn't want to eat. So I don't want to see you make this same mistake. So go to the Medical Medium website. He has recommendations for high quality supplements on there if you go to the supplements tab. So make sure you're getting supplements that are really going to work for you. The second aspect of this can be that it could be really helpful to work with a health coach or a health practitioner to determine what are the best supplements. When you go through the medical medium books, he has a lot of suggestions for supplements that are good for the specific conditions and symptoms that you may be dealing with, but it can be really helpful to work with a practitioner to really help them focus you for the symptoms that you're having that are the most critical so that you're not wasting money on a broad variety of supplements. The third aspect of this is not buying supplements at a discount. There are a few ways to do this. First, you can buy them in bulk as many sellers offer volume discounts. Second, you can wait for sales as many sellers offer good discounts a few times of the year. It's mostly around holidays, so keep an eye out for those because it's a good time to stock up. The third is to price shop. You can look around at all of your options and check out pricing on websites like Amazon and Vitacost and iHerb. I would also mention that I offer supplements at a discount of up to 25% through Wellevate through a link on my website. I am an affiliate for Wellevate, which means I do make a small commission when you buy these from my website, but not only does that not cost you extra, the key here is that you're saving money. And the reason I offer this is to help you save money because I still cringe about how I paid full price for such a long time on supplements early on in my own health journey. So some of the brands that you can find on Wellevate are Pure Encapsulations, Gaia, Nature's Answer, plus a whole bunch of other ones. And shipping is free within the United States on an order of more than $49. So check out the link on my website. It's carefullyhealing.com forward slash resources, and then go to Wellevate. So the takeaway from mistake number three is optimize the supplements you're using and find the best prices for them. Mistake number four, over-exercising. 
The mistake I made here was that I had just gotten into taking spin classes at my local gym right before I started following medical medium. And what I hadn't realized was just how much adrenaline that was sending pumping through my body. And if you haven't taken a spin class, the idea is you're basically doing a bike riding exercise class with a lot of fun, loud music, and they alternate between a faster and a slower pace. But there's always at least one stretch where they have you go literally all out which for the brain fog and the adrenal fatigue that I was dealing with, this was the worst possible thing I could have been doing for myself. And I noticed it because I was crashing in the afternoon after taking that class. And of course, I wasn't using all this adrenaline for fight or flight. I was really just using it for fun. So that was unproductive. So I'm hoping what you can learn from this is take an assessment of what the symptoms are that you're dealing with and how your exercise program really fits in with this. For me right now, I focus on much more moderate cardio and some gentle strength training, but that's what works for me. And what may work for you is going to be a little bit different because we are all different. So the takeaway for mistake number four is don't exercise to the point where it's unproductive for your health journey. Mistake number five, going it alone. Now there's two facets to this one. The first is When you shift to this lifestyle, it is not in line with what most people around us are doing. And that can make it challenging because the things you're interested in eating and the things you're interested in doing aren't necessarily the same as everybody else that you're surrounded by. And it can be really helpful to have people who understand what you're going through. Plus, there's a huge volume of medical medium information out there right now between six books, nearly 200 radio shows and podcasts, and a regular pipeline of social media live streams that Anthony William does. And this information can be really overwhelming. So connecting with other people in this lifestyle can be helpful, not only from an emotional support perspective, but from a question and answer perspective, clear up any confusion you may be having. So if you're interested, find groups on Facebook with like-minded people. There are quite a few of them out there. One that I like right now is called Medical Medium Cleanses and Healing Support. And again, that's on Facebook. This group is not affiliated with Medical Medium, but it is a helpful group of people helping each other out while following this journey. Another way I've found support is by sharing medical medium with some of my good friends who are amenable to his information. Because once they started following it, I suddenly had friends that I could go out to eat with again and friends to get together, more importantly, for big potluck dinners. And this always gives me good recipe ideas and they're great fun. So the takeaway from mistake number five, you don't have to go this alone. We are all in this together. For mistake number six, and this is one I kick myself about all the time, it's not keeping a journal starting on day one. There are huge benefits to keeping a health journal. First, it's a place where you can keep track of all the symptoms that you were having when you first started on this path. And during moments of frustration, you can go back and see how much progress you've really been making. So while you may be frustrated about one particular aspect of your healing, which lately for me has been the eczema on my hand, I can still go back and remind myself of the other things that are healing. So I know I'm making progress, even if it doesn't happen to be on my hand. And that can be really motivating. And the second thing here is it's also a place where you can track things like how you've been eating, what exposures that you know you've been getting into, what kind of exercises you've been doing, when your cycle's coming through, what supplement changes you've been making. And this can be really helpful when you're trying to narrow down what's working and what's not. And if there's some correlations that you'd never been aware of. 
For instance, for me, I now know that my eczema flares tend to happen after the long guys come around to spray. And I don't have any control over that, but I know that when they come around to spray, I'm not going to go outside for a while. And there are some things that I'm going to do to mitigate that, drink some more anti-pesticide tea, things that I can be proactive about. So that can be really helpful. Third, a journal is also a place where you can write about this experience and work through some of the emotional challenges of it. A lot of people find a lot of solace in that practice, and I am one of them. And so that can be very helpful as well. So while I wish I had started this journal about five years ago, I have certainly started one since then. And I do love having all this information. So take away from mistake number six, keep a journal. It can be invaluable for tracking and for motivation. So in summary, takeaway number one is understand your why and understand that this is a lifestyle. Takeaway number two is make sure every meal counts and make sure every meal is full of healing foods. Takeaway number three is optimize the supplements you're taking and find the best prices for them. Takeaway number four is don't exercise to the point where it's unproductive for your health journey. Takeaway number five is you don't have to go this alone. We're all in this together. And takeaway number six is keep a journal. I hope you found these lessons helpful. Show notes for this episode, episode 21, are available on my website at carefullyhealing.com forward slash podcast. If you'd like to find me on social media, I'm on Facebook at Carefully Healing and on Instagram at Carefully Healing with Kirsten, which is K-E-R-S-T-I-N. I wanted to thank those of you who've left such wonderful reviews on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate this. Not only does it mean a lot to me personally that you're finding this podcast helpful, but importantly, it helps with the algorithms on Apple Podcasts so that more people can find the same inspiration from the podcast that you have. So thank you for this. I look forward to seeing you at the show next week. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining me today on the Quest for Healing podcast. These discussions are not intended to provide medical advice, but rather to give you examples of methods and modalities that you may find interesting, informative, or helpful. Please work with your doctor as you undertake your own health journey. Hey, it's Kirsten. Before I started out on my health journey, I didn't know how poisonous many of the cleaners I used in my home were. Then when I started trying to clean the toxins out of my body, I started to question if the cleaners I was using were just adding back more. And how does that make sense when we're using toxic chemicals to get things clean? So imagine how excited I was when I found non-toxic, fragrance-free, essential oil-free branch basics cleaners. Now I use them for many things around my house, including scrubbing my kitchen and bathroom, cleaning my juicer, and as the laundry detergent for cleaning my clothes. Plus, it's also the soap that I use to wash my fruit because it's also sodium laurel sulfate-free. So check out branchbasics.com. Their starter kits make it so easy to get started and you can use my code carefullyhealing, which is all one word, for 15% off your purchase. And because I always want to be upfront with you, this is an affiliate link, so I will earn a small commission if you buy using my code. But I only recommend this product because I love it and use it myself. So if you're ready to start cleaning your home with a healthier cleaner, go to branchbasics.com.